This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast. And today I have the incredible Kendra Beavers from Mocha Creative. Kendra, thank you so much for being a part of the Shine On You Crazy Daisy book and podcast. Please tell us about your business. Thank you so much for having me, Trudy. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be part of this collaboration and your third volume of this book. Um, so Mocha is a design and branding agency that I started 20 years ago when I was a wee graphic designer, just getting out into the world. And, um, I had a business or taken a position in in Manhattan and I thought it was my absolute dream job. And when I got there, I was absolutely shocked that I, it was not, it was not anything that I thought it was going to be. It was so out of alignment for myself. So that's when I left and started my freelance career and started Mocha. So you talk about failure being a best friend. Yes. How do you look at failure like that? (laughs) Because every, and, and it's easy to look back in hindsight, but every quote unquote failure I've ever had has always catapulted me into the the correct direction. Um, I use it as a guidepost. I use it for um, a way to gain more information. I, I try and look at it like, you know, there's, there's no move you can make that's technically a failure. If you're not learning something from it, if it's not pushing you in, in, you know, I, I believe that the universe is always has our back sort of. So, you know, when I, when I turn a direction and it, and it's not quite the right way, I sort of get this gentle nudge, like, okay, let's, let's go in the other way. Cause that's going to be more in alignment. And, you know, um, there's so many things that I've learned from f- failure, mm-hmm. uh, that about myself, about my business, about my life, about what I want, about who I want to be. So I, I look at them as my biggest blessings. Mm-hmm. I just love that you're talking about that because so many people, when they fail in inverted commas, feel like they can't come back from that. And when you can look at failure as your best friend, it's like you want to give it a hug and say, yeah, thank you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I've learned so much. Yeah, yeah. It removes the fear too, Mm -hmm. because some people I see a lot of people that get blocked and they just can't take another step forward because they're so petrified that it's going to be the wrong step. But when you remove the fear from the idea of, um, you know, making a choice mm. and it could be the wrong choice, um, you don't have that fear anymore. You can just keep moving forward and, and know that you can course correct. Yeah. One of the other things that you talk about is the clearly defined core values and mission that are an important part of starting and growing your business, but how do you maintain these and what happens when they fall out of alignment? Uh, it's constant. Um, you constantly have to look at um, your core values. So I, I created this method um, that I'm going to be helping a lot of women move past their own blocks and 
own their, their own new life. Um, a lot of people have gotten through different things, uh, traumas and divorce, separation, um, you know, addiction, whatever it may be. When you get to this certain point, you have to kind of look back and see, all right, where am I now? How do I want to feel? And, and what, who am I? I I'm, you know, when I got divorced from my ex-husband, I was, 32 and I was, um, pregnant with my daughter and I already had my son. So I really had to think, okay, well, who am I at this point right now in my life? What's important to me and how do I want to move forward? So once I set those core values, you can sort of make decisions aligned and based on that. Um, and now, you know, you're, you're growing, you're getting older, whatever is changing in your life. You always kind of have to check back in and like, is that something that's still important to me? Mm-hmm. Is that something that still is in alignment with, with who I am um, right now in this point in my life? Yeah. So checking back in and kind of doing maintenance is a really important part of, of creating this, this persona and living your, your true self. Um, and when I feel like things are out of alignment, that's, that's when I kind of do that check-in like, okay, wait, something's changed, something's different. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I keep going. And you're talking about life being a big part of, of having these clearly defined. I've actually not thought about having those clearly defined for life. Yeah. Everything that I do is connected with business. Right. Well, they're the same. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a brand designer, um, most days. So, um, when I realized that coming up with, um, you know, your core values as a person and creating this personal brand, um, to live by more than just to create a business or to show up as an entrepreneur, it's, it's the same process. You know, when I'm, when I'm branding a company, I look at, all the different things around um, in that industry. And you can kind of do the same as, as when you're trying to figure out who you want to be and who you want, who, what your, what your core is, yeah. look at the people that you admire in your life and sort of cherry pick from, well, this works for them and that feels right for me. And I like that, but I don't like that. And kind of create this little vision board of who you want to be. So you can have this true North to move forward. Amazing. Oh, I love talking about this. Um, now, what you did talk about in the chapter is that status and judgment through the pandemic are things that you had to navigate. But what decisions did this help you with? Um, judgment. I can't. Can you um, ask that again? <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. You I don't remember what it was. Through the pandemic that you've been through some judgment and. OK. And that you had to navigate through that. Well, well, as far as letting my office go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So judgment is tough. Um, and I think, you know, especially when you're an entrepreneur, you have a business model in your head or, or, or something in front of you that feels like, oh, well, that's the way I'm supposed to do this. Mm. So when the pandemic hit, um, I spent a lot of years sort of fighting with myself about what my business model should look like. Um, based on what I was seeing other people do and who were quote unquote successful. Um, so when the pandemic hit and we were doing really well and we hadn't been in the office in months, I was like, wait a minute. And my team was much happier. They were working from all over the world. Um, it was, it was really amazing. Um, so I really had to think about like, you know, am I doing this just for perception Mm -hmm. and, 
do I really care what people think? If, if we are admittedly way more successful, not being in a physical building mm-hmm. versus, you know, having the building and, and, you know, the sushi lunches and all these, these office selfies, like, did it, what, what was I really doing there? So letting go of that judgment of what that would look like now working from home again and having to wrestle with the, the idea of like, is this a step back? Is it a step forward? Um, and you know, it, it's a lot of trust too. Um, but not, not that I don't care about what people think, but the proof was in the pudding. I mean, we were making more, everyone was happier. So it was kind of an obvious choice. I just had to sort of get past that perception in my head of what a successful business looks like. Wow. So when you were talking about judgment and in the chapter, you're talking about your own judgment of how you were perceiving having an office, the status of having an office and those selfies being taken. Yes. And you're actually not that kind of person. No. <laughs> so weird when you can look back and go, crikey, I was, I was putting that all on myself. And when you can let it go. Yes. That's massive. Yes. I know. I thought I had gotten past that in so many different areas of my life. And it's so funny because you think you work on something and you're like, all right, I got that. And then it comes up again. You're like, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I see you. I recognize you. Let's, let's fix it. Well, course, correct. Uh, What's one lesson that you've learned that you would want every entrepreneur to know? Um, that you're allowed to change at any point that you want. Um, I think that's the coolest part about being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I originally, when I started freelancing, one of my big focuses was wedding invitations. And the reason was I love tactile paper crafts. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was a bride at the time. And my business has changed throughout the years based on kind of what I enjoy doing. So don't be afraid to shift, even though, um, you know, you were, you've been doing something for a certain amount of years. If you want to try something new, go try it. Like there's nothing stopping you. Your business, your rules. Yeah. (laughs) What's your favorite piece of business software? I'm obsessing over ClickUp. I, first of all, like project management system is an absolute necessity. You must have one. Um, we, we have too much coming in and out all the time to ever stay on top of it with paper or in my head. And especially if you have a team, even if you don't put one in place, because if you're going to scale, if you're going to expand, you're going to need it in the future anyway, and it'll just make your life more peaceful. Um, but ClickUp is amazing. I can get projects in there on the fly. My team knows exactly what they're supposed to be doing. I see all my client feedback in there. We can see what stage the projects are at. We never lose anything. And I think one of the most obvious things I've seen um, is all my little tabs on my browser. Mm-hmm. I can put them away and close them because the, the thought, the thing I needed to have it up there to remember, I can just throw right into ClickUp. So it's really, really a cool program. I started using it and then I stopped and I've got to get back into it. I've definitely got it. So it's, it's good. Things, it's really good. These pieces of software that we buy and then we don't use. But yeah. Yes. No, that's brilliant. Thank you. Kendra, it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you. And thank you so much for being a part of the book and for, for talking about this sense of failure and how we can change our perception of that and other things. Thank you so much for having me. 
Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.